How are you guys doing today? You're watching or listening to the Fourth Ladders podcast with uh, Jacob and Bryce as your host. I feel like I haven't started like that in a long time, actually. I feel like we just had a rigid intro every time uh, we go into the podcast. Rigid. You taught me that word, Bryce. You taught me rigid. I taught you the word rigid? Yeah, I've never used that in my vocabulary, but now I do. It's I always good like to it. expand your vocabulary, especially when you host a podcast. You want to have a very wide oh. vocabulary. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, I wasn't the best. We do English, say, but... we do say for sure, absolutely, and a hundred percent a lot. Oh, for sure. And I'm, I'm very aware of that because <laughs> I edit this thing. But, uh, but I mean, you know, it, we, it's we just can... like you don't even realize you say those words. It just happens, you know. Oh, absolutely, for sure, hundred percent, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Man. uh dude quiet quiet couple of weeks in the nhl eh? not too much happening pretty quiet i mean like there's like these minor signings and deals but like you don't really pay attention to them um i think we're just waiting for the the remaining big rfas to to fall man Kaprizov, I've, I've heard some Cruz. rumors though i've heard some rumors that have been pretty spicy i have to say yeah that's a that's a nice word to use in my vocabulary spicy well spice it up jacob Jake? All right, so some Jakey? uh Jakey? Let me know. All right. Um so I heard one of the rumors was uh that PK Subban, I guess he might be expiring next year or at least 2 years, yeah, I don't yeah, know. He is. I think he is, yeah. Um I heard that he might land in Toronto. Huh. And it's a possibility, <laughs> man. It's a possibility. I don't know. I like if, if that were to happen, I'd not offer him 9 million dollars like the Montreal Canadiens did. But uh. <laughs> You don't like that? You don't like that deal? I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, maybe for cheap, he's still useful. I don't know, man. Like, I haven't watched PK play in a long time because since since he went to Nashville, he's slowly fallen off and he's just been less and less of an impact guy. So I don't really know what he looks like he, uh, on the ice. You know, he's still a big personality and a fun guy to be around. But uh, I, I just don't know what he looks like on the ice. I mean, I've heard mixed things. I've heard that he's a bit of a liability. I've, his offensive output's decreased. Like, it kind of depends on the contract that he gets. Yeah, he's like, he's not definitely not the old PK he was on Montreal, where he, Mm-mm. like, had Norris winning years. You know, like, he was definitely one of the best defensemen, defensemen in the NHL and on the market, too. Yeah. And when yeah. he got traded, everyone was sh- traded to Nashville. Everyone was shocked, right? But oh, everybody like now, said Montreal lost the trade, and now right? it's it. I don't I mean, think it, so. Honestly, yeah. both teams, like Weber's had a couple good years, and PK's yeah. definitely fallen off. But like Weber now has got all these injury issues. Like his future is really uncertain, so it could well, kind of be. Like I don't think Weber's close. coming back at all. So Ever, I mean, eh? like, you can give the argument that both teams lost, both teams won. Like you really don't know. I mean, PK is getting up there in age too, right? So like. In his prime years when he was traded, like he, he did go to the cup finals, but he didn't get it done. So I don't know. PK Subban, I, hockey DB, only had 19 points last year on a ne- in a negative 16. The year prior, he yeah. was even worse. 18 points, negative 21. I mean, $9 million too, right? That's how much he's being paid? Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, like, Man, it's uh, a steep drop-off too. Like he... He, he was playing in his prime, 53 points, 60 points, 51, 40, 49, and then boom, 31 in 63 games, and then 18 and 68, and then last year, 19 and 44. So he was on pace to do better last year. Oh, yeah. But, I uh, mean, like I, like, I get maybe he's declining, and I maybe there was a lot of pressure put on him, too, like when he was 
traded to Nashville. I guess he was looked at as that top guy next to Yossi, right? Um, mm-hmm. And now he's in New Jersey, which, yeah, he maybe he was looked at that too in New Jersey because they don't really have a lot of talent there. Now they do. Now they have Dougie Hamilton. Now they have a really good decor if you think about it. But um, I, I think if he goes back home to Toronto where he's from, Right, like you think about it, hometown guy. This is uh, sometimes people don't always, like that pressure, it's man. Always the hometown guy with you. Always <laughs> well, hometown. That's that's Toronto. That's how Toronto gets their players. What has John Tavares done to you guys? Ever since the Maple Leaf pajamas, all you guys <laughs> want to do is talk about. Oh, he's coming home. There's he's probably a, a picture of PK Subban in Toronto Maple Leafs pajamas oh, too. It hurts my soul as a Western. Fan. as a western fan yeah. you know you know i, I like East all the way I, I pk on a smaller contract i think would be good um yeah his negatives are bad but you could chalk that up to new jersey being bad as well we'll see how he does this season because new jersey i think is definitely ready to take a step yeah so we'll see, I mean, we'll he, see what he has PK supporting factors like. with him now right so yeah he probably he won't play with dougie He'll probably play second pairing yeah, probably second pairing. Like I, I or like I think he can play anywhere. I guess whoever he works well with, you can play with Dougie or Ryan Graves. Ryan Graves is more of a, a defensive defenseman too. So right, Ryan Graves. That would be maybe they mix well together. Yeah. Know. Um. But yeah, like you know how like you know how some players don't do well with the hometown and like and like especially Toronto where there's a lot of pressure. I think he's that kind of guy where he does well with that. I think he thrives off of that in Montreal. Like he thrived, like getting that attention from the crowd. He liked it. Like he he really did it. He really liked it in yeah, Nashville. He does, he too, does right? thrive in a high pressure or high yeah, yeah like a, a loud situation. Which New Jersey, yep. New Jersey is kind of a dead market at the moment because the team's been kind of bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I see what you're saying. If he goes to Toronto, he could definitely get a boost from the energy. For sure, like he he's a guy that's he's a, i'm pretty sure he's gonna be a, a nhl analyst when he's retired like that's definitely oh, what's yeah. gonna happen or he's gonna be on social media he already is like i i'm pretty sure he already has a youtube channel with his uh i don't Summer know if they're workouts. married yet or not whatever <laughs> yeah man yeah he he's actually getting chiseled eh I'm that man surprised. rocket body going on going on oh there. my PK lord that's another man word for your vocabulary uh, yeah, you added rocket. that one to my vocabulary. I didn't say that <laughs> hey. before I met you, Jacob. And oh, you say it all the time, rock- though? Yeah, man rocket this, man rocket that, you know? <laughs> it's a good I can't it's a good get term. it out of my head. I just I eat, sleep, and drink man rocket. Man rockets. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> oh, it is what it is, man. Uh, it's your fault. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, um, speaking of the Leafs, uh, you were talking about uh, Mikheyev earlier. To me. Yeah, well, Mikheyev officially requested a trade from Toronto, which was pretty shocking from a lot of Leafs fans. But um, were you shocked by this? I'm not shocked. I think Toronto just isn't the place to be for a lot of guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they definitely like they they struggle with the environment there and McKay done well as like a depth player. So like you were saying that you think that he's going to try and be like the Hyman replacement, right? It's like Toronto needs him. Like they need him. 
Well, yeah, I think I think Dubis kind of let him know, like when they they actually rejected the trade uh, request, they said, no, we don't want to trade you. We're not interested in doing that right now. So maybe they have bigger plans for him. Maybe he like they they're going to look on him for being that guy. He obviously has a lot of like places where he has to improve on. Right. Like he, he can skate like he's a guy that really tries, gets in those corners and um, goes goes gets easy breakaways but he can't like kind of aim on the net that's kind of maybe his problem but he can definitely work on that and if they make him a higher priority in toronto um they'll definitely help him work on that shot and he could actually be a good top six player for them i know that he's only gone i'm pretty sure if it was seven goals in the yeah seven last goals, season yeah 10 assists like 17 points for a top six guy and like, this is what kind of make the trade request doesn't really make any sense to me maybe he, he thinks he's who did he play with last year? Last year? You no, know, he played with Toronto, I'm pretty sure, last year. No, 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 no. I mean, like, uh, his line mates. Oh, who did he play with? I think, it, I, well, Toronto, like, they dealt with a bunch of injuries. So, like, many played with different players. But, like, who's on that third line? I can't even Spezza? remember. Spezza, Mikheyev, and, like, Simmons or something? Yeah, well, that, that was the fourth line, wasn't it? Oh, maybe. Who was the third line center for the Leafs? Uh, Kerfoot, I, Kerfoot. He played, he played with Kerfoot. Well, must have he must have. So McKay thinks he's a top six guy, right? That's kind of his whole thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, he does. No, like, okay, he, he 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 can't generate anything by himself. He's a hymen. I mean, when it comes down to it, like he's a guy that can play in the top six, but he needs to play with superstars to to produce. He can't do it by himself. Well, I'm looking at like kind of like their lines how like on, on um leafs nation the leafs nation website whatever that website is i've never been on it but uh they have the lines set out here and it like it's kind of interesting the players that they can match with him so like right now they have nick ritchie austin matthews mitch Marner, which probably i don't know it could happen nick ritchie's a power forward um could fit Ker- kerfoot on the left wing and then Tavares and, and then nylander I could see Mikheyev going there instead and maybe yeah. um, Kerfa going to the center in the, like, I mean, if, if you wanted to bring him up, you can, but like, I think majority of the time he'll play third line center, but they also have guys like Michael Bunting and David Camp that can play with Mikheyev too. Those are uh, apparently Michael Bunting is supposed to be a great player. Um, home, another hometown guy, believe it or not. Um, David <laughs> Camp too. Um uh, like apparently he's an under underrated player that people should be more excited about. But yeah, there's a lot of guys that he can be playing with, but I, I think I think Dubas has his eyes set him on playing that top six minutes. And I, I maybe yeah. like if he plays with Tavares and Nylander or Mitch Marner or Matthews, his game game would definitely increase. I yeah, think. he's a multi-tool. He can kind of play anywhere. But yeah, I like he I don't think he'll ever generate on his own. He's like you know, he's he's a hymen type, you know, like he's scrappy, yep. he gets into the corners, right? That's kind of his thing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you need guys like that. So, like, I, I get why Dubas wants to keep him. I don't think Kerfoot on the second line makes sense. I think Kerfoot needs to center that third line for some stability. Yeah. You can even move Kerfoot on, like, a second line, too, and he'd still do well. Like, I mean, just he has to have good, like, wingers to play with. But I think Mikheyev makes more sense because he's more of a natural winger. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, like, they need stability on the third line. And I think Kerfoot yeah. can bring that. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm looking at the Leafs roster; it's actually not looking that bad. I was kind of nervous for this season. I mean, obviously, you always you always say that about the Leafs before the season starts, but um, I don't know. I think Mikheyev can maybe 
improve his game if he plays with some better players. And uh, I don't think that third line is in his future now that uh, Dubas, like, they would have traded him because they probably could have got quite a bit with for Mikheyev. You think about it? Oh, he's going to be pissed if Dubas right? doesn't stick to his word. Right. Oh, man. If he plays to plays the third line when he says, oh, I'm I'm looking for you to play top six minutes. Like, but that's the thing. Like, how can he really expect that if he got zero points in 12 playoff games? It's a Russian thing, man. They just have these expectations. Well, that's the thing. He'd probably go to the KHL and get paid a shit ton more, right? Oh, dude. Before he came into the Leafs, he had 45 points in 62 games. I mean, like he, in the KHL, yeah. he'd probably be making a lot of rubles. A lot yeah. of rubles. A lot of tomato soups, because that's that's his favorite. That, you know it? that's his yeah. nickname, Soupy. Oh, Soup. Okay. Soup. He actually did a commercial for Campbell's Soup, because he said that one time in an interview that he liked Campbell's tomato soup. Did you know that? No, I didn't. That's his nick. That's that's an actual thing about him. He just loves soup, huh? Just it, it reminds, reminds him of, of home. Yeah, actually, that's what he said. It reminds him of his oh, mom's no. tomato soup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I like McCabe. I think he's a guy that really puts effort into a game. He doesn't like, um, just stray away from like tough situations, like maybe Nylander does sometimes, but. Um, he's not afraid to get into physical areas of the ice. Not at all. Do not it, at all. Do what it takes. Yeah, and they're missing, like you said, they're missing that guy when now that Hyman's gone. By the way, I saw him, like Sportsnet posted a video of him in the uh, Oilers jersey. Yeah, Does not look baby. right. Does not look right, man. Number 18. Ugh. Disgusting. I think Hyman's going to, dude, that's a fantasy sleeper <sighs> pick, I think. Oh, definitely. If he's playing with McDavid, that's no question. But yeah, dude, like he's going to be he's I mean, if he's not playing with McDavid, he's going to play with dry sidle. So like, oh, <laughs> that that's a sleeper pick, dude. That's a late round pick right there. Dude, I think that's a good. I, yeah, I'll pick Hyman. You getting excited for fantasy this year? I I honestly, I think I can win it this year. Oh, wow. OK, if we, that's if weird, we I think I can. Well, win it. well, 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 we did discuss this before. Like we're going to make a team. A fourth liners team, right? I guess we, that's. Are we gonna name it that, or should we yeah, let dude. Twitter decide? Oh, we, I, we could do that, or we could just name it the fourth line. But I'm doing uh, the fourth line. We'll have like I. I do multiple teams. I I usually do a, a league with friends. I'll do a couple yeah. leagues like on my own in public leagues, and then uh, you know, yeah. this year you and I we're gonna run a uh, a co team. Yeah, like 50, uh, 50. we're gonna have a lot of fantasy going actually. So, um, yeah, like I'm excited. So who if we got if we got the first say we're doing our team together we got the first overall pick who are we who are we picking? Well, it's McDavid, obviously. Yeah, I got him last. I got the first overall pick last year, and I got McDavid. But honestly, you know, even though you have the the best player, you don't always win. Like it's just it it sucks that you have him. No, it's true. It gets more interesting, like fourth overall, fifth overall. Yeah. Then you start to get into territory of like I don't know. Right. I was looking I mean, at a a mock list here. Oh, you got one up draft. there? Uh, hold on. It's on NHL.com. They did a mock draft. Hold on, let me find it. Here it is. So I'll tell you the order. So it's 12-team league that they did. And here's here here was the order. I'll, I'll go through it really quick. So okay. Connor McDavid first. Yeah, McKinnon second. Dreisaitl third. Kucherov fourth. Vasilevsky fifth. Panarin sixth. Matthews seventh, Kane eighth, Ranton and nine, Ovechkin ten, Pasternak eleven, Brady Kachuk twelve. 
Really? Yeah. Okay, you know that you know how weird that is that you said his name there. I literally clicked on a fantasy thing and Brady to Chuck's face came up. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, right. Here's the thing about Brady Kachuk, man. I had him in one of my leagues last year, and he's he, like he is not the biggest point producer at this point in his career yeah. on the current team he's on. Right, Ottawa being Ottawa, but they're gonna get better. But he does score at a good rate, and but but what makes him so insane are his peripherals. He has a crap like he leads the league in hits, man. Like he has like. 400 effing hits man, in a that's season. Crucial in fantasy. I, that's crucial. the kind of guys that you need because hits count, man. It's a really boatload of shots on goal. You know, he plays on the power play. Like he just does yeah. everything for Ottawa. Like the kid is an absolute monster. You don't always and want so, the like the high point guys if you can get these guys too, right? Exactly. So like if you're picking in the first round and you're towards the back end, I yep. mean, you can find goals in other places right but you can get some decent scoring from Kachuk as well as just having a beast on the peripherals like oh, for sure you he he leads the league in like so many extra stats and i mean like you can get the scoring later on i mean like the second round you still have guys like crosby's in the second round got kaprizov huberto point Wait, like, crosby all in the second round yeah I, I think he's got an injury right a small injury oh yeah he had surgery yeah he's recovering from it yep yeah, yeah. So he's got a small injury, but yeah, dude. So like the second round is full of super scores too. I mean, like it's 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 harder to predict the hits and yeah, stuff. Later even the on. third round. Yeah, oh, dude. The third round's got the third round's got Stammer, Aho, uh, Svechnikov, Landeskog, Pedersen. Like, like scoring. If, you, if the third round is your team, you could still win. The fourth round still has Debrinkit. Yeah. He was third in league scoring. I mean, like you don't have to go for insane scores early on. I mean, no. if a guy like Brady Chuck is available and like, obviously there's some guys here that you just can't not pick, right? Like it, yeah. if Matthews is available, you pick Matthews. If Rantanen's available, you pick Rantanen. But like, I don't know, like I might take Brady Kachuk over Pasternak or Ovechkin, even I though Ovechkin's t- a good hitter too, actually. Yeah, I don't know. But, I um, pick, well, apparently Pierre Dorian said that they're not a, they're not a rebuilding team anymore. They're going for the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Which, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how accurate that was, but. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is, is Ottawa pick, going for the cup? You know, a big another big sleeper pick is Drake Batherson. Oh no, he's pretty nasty, actually, right? Yeah, he is. I like I like Drake Batherson. He got a nice new contract too. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, was it Batherson? Maybe I think it was. I think he got. It was actually they got him on a four point nine, pretty cheap for five years. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I, ha- I have the guys I like to go to. Um, you know, I, I almost don't want to tell you because you're going to be in my league, in my league with my friends. So I don't want to give you my my well, sleepers. I mean, I'm going to do my research, but um, maybe it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Six year contract for Drake Batherson. Four point nine. Pretty good. good pretty good for. Yeah, right. Pretty good deal. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to do my research just to, just to catch up to you, Brace. I'm going to, like last year, I didn't really do any research about any sleepers, but this year I'm going to, and like, I'm going to pay attention to shots on goals, hits and everything. Goaltending so, like, too, man. Goaltending. Oh, man. We, I struggle with goaltending. There's some sleeper goalies you could pick that might not go high when they should. Like Darcy, who, Darcy who, Kemper. Oh, you're telling me some names? I mean, I just said one, Darcy Kemper. He, I saw, I saw, I think I'm looking at the same list as you. 
And he's in the second round. Well, he oh, is. I forgot he was on Colorado. Right. But this is this is a list. This is like a list that they that the NHL analysts did, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Darcy Kemper, you know, might go much later in a public league or a league with our buddies, right? Because nobody is realizing what his position is now. Of course, oh, the NHL yeah. guys are going to take them high because they're, you know, they their job is the NHL. Oh, yeah. They and they know right. that he's going to get that that same percentage for them. He's going to be um, that guy for Colorado. That's going to be a championship winning team. So exactly. I mean, like another guy like uh, that, I would definitely take a, a flyer on. And he's and he's available late. Um, Nadelkovic. I mean, I think Detroit's going to be better this year. And I think I do too. statistically is going to be quite good. Well, he, you've already seen him in like in Carolina, which is surprisingly that they didn't keep him. But I don't know. I think what he's going to do well. I mean, it, they, he doesn't even necessarily have Detroit doesn't necessarily have to be a good this year. I mean, oh, dude, as, we could talk as about Kasi Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I totally oh. forgot. Yeah. I totally forgot that even happened, man. Joke of a, I mean, not joke of a signing, but like, I, I think it was unnecessary. Oh, it's stupid. Think, it's stupid for everybody. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's I, so like, stupid. Is, was he on the fantasy list? Is that why he came to your, your head there? No, I just said, I don't know what Carolina was doing. And then I thought about and the other that's shady what they were doing. silly things that Carolina has done. And it's yeah, like, no, Carolina's okay. had a bad offseason, man. Very bad offseason. Like, Who's their goalie now? Who is it? It's for Anderson. Anderson. Well, Anderson and Ranta, two injury-prone goalies for their young goaltender that could have been a Vesna Trophy winner next or this year, or whatever next year. I don't I, get it. I don't get it. I don't know, Carolina. Either, I like Carolina. I like Carolina. And I was like, everybody was up in arms about the D'Angelo thing. I mean, that's risk-free. I mean, yeah, D'Angelo is likely smartened up. I mean, like I think he realizes that his career was close to being over, but um. Yeah. Them, them. So that's a no big deal with D'Angelo. If he comes in and he sucks, they just bury him in the minors. His contract is nothing. Yeah. But like losing Nadelkovich for nothing, uh, <laughs> the Kotkaniemi off, Kotkaniemi offer sheet is awkward as hell. I don't really understand. It's like six million for a guy who had like less than twenty points. Like okay, not worth it. Not worth it. And like the he the GM of Carolina. I don't know his name, and I don't really care. But. uh <laughs> um but he said oh no it wasn't it wasn't a backstab at uh how montreal it, we really wanted this player we really liked the player um, your twitter account said otherwise sir right like you shouldn't get your media posting that that shit right what? like you, you can't like just say that after they posted a uno card for your, <laughs> your yeah, sign in there then, and then changed your profile to french it's like what i don't I'm lost on this. Like, like uh, I don't know if they took just took advantage of the situation, but it was a $20 yeah, well, I mean, bo- guess, signing bonus too. I mean, why did they offer Sheet Pedersen? You know, thank God they did. Yeah, but like, right? Why? I mean, that's I don't a, know. a totally different player than Katsunyemi, right? Like, I feel like maybe Katsunyemi, maybe they felt like they actually could get him. Like, there's no yeah. way that they let Pedersen go. Well, Montreal couldn't match. Uh, people aren't offer sheeting Pedersen or Hughes because uh, Vancouver can easily match. Yep. Uh, cap friendly is a liar and Vancouver has more than 10 million in cap space by when the season starts, we'll have more like 14. So we'll be fine with both of them. But anyways, back to Carolina, um, silly, silly off season for them. You know, you trade away your, your goaltender, 
you trade Warren Fogle for Ethan Bear, who's pretty good, granted. But... Yeah, like I was that was kind of an even trade, I feel. But yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. I mean I see that trade that trade, I feel like maybe Edmonton needs defense and Carolina needs Warren Fogle. I d I just don't think that really needed to happen, but it was even. It was an even trade. Yeah, it was an even trade. Right? So um but uh, I mean, that's that's really weird. And now his qualifying offer next season is going to be like what, like seven million? Like they're not going to be yeah. able to afford that. So like, and watch him get gonna, like thirty points. Yeah, he's going to walk yeah. after this season because they can't afford his qualifying offer. And no. then you're left with the draft picks that you gave to Montreal because you signed a player for a lot of money yeah. that didn't deserve it. Well, watch know, watch Kachaniemi just go off and have the best season I, of his career. I mean, if he does, good for them. I mean, right? faith restored, I guess, but. Well, oh well. Now we can also talk about that Christian Dvorak. They Montreal went and gone and picked him up for a first and second round pick. I'm pretty sure it was he's a decent. He's a decent. I like him. Winger. I like him. I think he's pretty, pretty, pretty experienced. I mean, he's not that young anymore. I think he's around like 26, maybe 27. Like he could be 25. Younger. 25. Not bad. Not a bad age too. And first and a second for him. I mean, not bad. They're probably not he's a high a for a second round pick. He's had some good seasons, man. He's generally yeah. g- generally scores in the into the thirty point range. Yeah, he's a uh, solid he, guy. He was on an absolutely offense like void team in Arizona, right? So maybe yeah. he goes to Montreal and plays with like Suzuki, and he pots you know twenty five goals. Like Dvorak oh, has yeah. natural scoring ability, right? Well, he plays with Suzuki and Toffoli. Yeah, that could be pretty filth, right? Like that, and he's he's pretty uh, he's a good size. It's like 195 pounds, six feet tall. Like he's good oh, size. He's a big he boy, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think Dvorak is a is a great fit for Montreal. Honestly, yeah, I know. And I like they are when the when the talks were going through like of Kontiniemi, like that the Montreal like might not match it, or yeah, will probably not match it. And I think they already had their eyes set on Christian Dvorak too, and. Maybe they were already yeah. thinking about trading Kotsiniemi and Mark Bergevin just took advantage of the situation. Oh, if I'm Bergevin, I let Montreal, I let Carolina take Kotsiniemi oh, all day. day. Like that's, it wasn't, that's it wasn't worth that third overall pick. For, not not at all. No, no. Right? I mean, I think he's a first rounder, but no, oh, third yeah. overall. I mean, who else was available there? What what draft was oh, he taken? Oh, I know. It was someone really good. It was someone. Is it 2018? Really, well, Seve, you know what's funny? Yeah, Sevastopol was taken right before him. Yeah. So now they have my second and third overall pick. Yeah, 2018. I'm pretty sure. No, it's not. No. Uh, no. Is it 2019? Probably. It's one of the other. No, it's not 2019. No. Okay, is it 2017? <laughs> Man, we got to get her facts straight. Oh, here. dude, come on, Bryce. It's not. Wait, no, it's not. No, it wasn't. It's twenty eighteen, isn't it? It apparently not. Is it twenty twenty? No, it's twenty eighteen. No, Rasmus Dalin, Sveshnikov, Kotsiniemi. Oh, I I was looking at the t- top prospects, not the actual. Oh, oh My yeah. Bad. So talking, bringing back into the discussion, Brady to Chuck was right after him to the Ottawa Senators. Whew. And then listen to this. I mean, Barrett Hayden to the Arizona Coyotes. He's a decent guy, but he's not really like he hasn't really become an established player in the NHL right not now. Not quite yet. What is um, Philip Zadina to Detroit. He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. Then listen, that's a good pick. Your, your boy Quinn Hughes 
Seventh overall and, by the Vancouver Canucks. And, and it was because of this draft that Vancouver was able to get. So Montreal taking Kat Katniemi slides everybody down. Yep. And then Arizona taking Barrett Hayton slides everybody down. And then Detroit was going to take Quinn Hughes. But like, dude, the, the third overall pick who was the guy who was supposed to go third overall has now slid to sixth. I mean, how do you how do you not take him? It, no, it, it disturbed the order of the draft when he was taken third overall, right? Yeah. So Quinn Hughes going seventh was like thanks to Montreal and, and Arizona, honestly. But yeah, like Kotkaniemi was a bad. I think that was a bad choice. I mean. To be fair, there's not another good center for a while. So, like, no. they needed a, a center. No, I mean, not at all. No, like, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. Yeah, like, if you look down the draft board, like, those were those were the top prospects that were taken. Um, but, like, you have, I mean, Joel Farabee, he's a winger, but he was taken after. And then Ty Deleandria, Noah Dobson, I mean, pretty decent guys but like like it's crazy like to think that now that happens actually a lot like where teams have had that next pick like they eventually trade for them in the future so i mean like i mean i don't know it's it this this was a i don't know i don't want to say a weak draft but do you think it was a weak it's a weird i mean there's there's gems Dalene, the, the jury is still out on him, right? The jury's is still out on him. Like he yeah. might be good. We just don't really know yet because Buffalo. No. Svechnikov is obviously fantastic. Kotkaniemi, that's a bad pick. Brady Kachuk is yeah. a good pick. Hayden's not a great pick. Zadina could be good. Uh yeah. I have I have a couple of his rookie cards, so I'm hoping he's good. <laughs> I like Zadina. <laughs> uh Quinn Hughes is great. Bockfist is great. Kraftsoff is really good. Evan Bouchard is good. Wallstrom is good. Good. Thompson is good. Farabee's really good. Ty Smith is really good. Liam Foodie's really good. Dennis Denisenko is supposed to be good too. Yeah. Ka- uh, Keandre Miller is really good. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Bernard Bernard Docker is pretty yeah. good. Uh, Sandine is good. Sandine, Joe Valeno yeah, is really good. Yeah. Joe Valeno is really good. He yeah, dropped man. too. Uh, and this Alexander Alexiev kid's good too. I mean, like, honestly, man, it's like, it's a deeper draft. Like, there's some good picks yeah. in there, but some guys swung and missed, man. And I think both Arizona and Montreal missed on this draft. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I don't know. Just continue. I mean, he's a question mark. I feel like he hasn't been in, around enough for us to really judge who he is. I mean, there's a lot of players that come out um, of their shell after their first few, few, few years in the NHL. That's been the case with a lot of guys, right? So, yeah. How many years has he been in the NHL? Who, sorry? Katsuniemi. Um, I think he came in as a rookie, so now it's it's going to be his That was his season, rookie right? season? Oh, no. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, he started in 2018-2019. 34 points for his first uh, season. Which so, was good. That was Yeah, promising. right? Right? So they maybe they thought, oh, yeah, this kid's actually pretty good, right? He played yeah. 79 games in his first season, which is pretty nasty. Like, that, that was good. Like, that... It's yeah. another freaking Galchenyuk, man. Except oh, worse man. somehow. <laughs> well, see, like, I think maybe what disrupted it was, so the 2019-2020 season, right? It was shortened, too. It was 36 uh, games played for him, and he only had eight points. He was minus 11. It was just a weird year, right, to actually have your sophomore year. 
um because all like covid and everything like that into yeah in the place right absolutely and then, yeah i mean he plays 56 games against 20 points it's only a minus one so like maybe he's back on that incline um and maybe the carolina's a team that he can go to the uh, playoffs with too because they're definitely a playoff team oh uh, yeah yeah carolina i think is still you know a favorite to go deep uh yeah it's just for big, sure big questions goaltending but um uh, we'll see. We'll see how he does. We'll see who he plays with. We'll see how much of a chance he's given. Yeah. If he doesn't perform, that's a big mistake on Carolina's part. But I guess we'll see. We'll see with him. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we could talk about um, the Columbus Blue Jackets and their assistant coach. Oh, Lord. Man, this is like, see, this is a situation. I mean, I don't want to say I get I get it from the assistant coach side or I get it from the Columbus Blue Jackets side. But, like, there's a lot of debate on, like, where people should be able to keep their jobs even if they don't want to get vaccinated. I personally think you should get vaccinated. Like, they, the, the vaccines, that everyone's saying it's new, but if you think about it, uh, it's actually a proven fact that these vaccines have been around for many years. We just, it's just for a different disease, right? Um I mean, it's is it like you said earlier to me? Is it really worth giving up your career for too? Like, it's your choice, it's your body. I think you should get the vaccine. Some people don't. That's their opinion. I don't judge them on that. But I think you should get it. But like, like you said, should this determine if you want to keep your career or not? Like, he just basically got fired for not being for not wanting to get vaccinated, and you have an NHL assistant coach job. Here, here's what's really stupid about it okay like the nhl is a business of people okay there's no there's no it's not like you're using machines to build a product okay like the nhl's product is its players and players are people and unfortunately covid19 is contagious between people so yep. if you think that your moral choice to not get vaccinated is more important than the health of your players who physically exert themselves every other night, which is known to make people more prone to to the flu because your body is exhausted. And and you make the choice to to, to not get vaccinated. Like, I, I don't know how you could expect to keep your job. Like, at the end of the day, it's his choice to not get vaccinated. I as well think you should get vaccinated. I think people who don't want to get vaccinated, I think, a, like, it is their choice but I think overall the benefits heavily outweigh the negatives. Yeah. So uh, for him to say, Oh, I'm not getting vaccinated. And I don't know if he expected to keep his job or not, but like, if he did, like he's, he's stupid because well, the thing is he, 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 go ahead. he got fired. But when he told media, he, he, he told media that he quit because of the yeah, situation, okay. but he got fired. But he he did not want to tell the media that for some reason. Dude, this does this this links back up with us talking about the Columbus Blue Jackets having a bunch of weirdos on the team. You know what I mean? Like it's a conspiracy weird theory team. guys, conspiracy theories and shit. Like yeah. I hear that stuff all the time out of Columbus. Like yeah, man, the team is just like weird. Like they conspiracy theories and all sorts of. <laughs> odd stuff i mean that's why dubois wanted out apparently because he just didn't get along with a lot of the guys in the team i don't know man so bizarre it's a weird atmosphere man I, like i don't know the columbus blue jackets are just a weird team to me i mean sorry for any blue jackets fan not to offend you i like the jackets like I know, over the past like, few seasons like i have like i've rooted for them but there's been some hope for them but like last season just like went downhill and now tortorella has gone too um 
They're stuck with that line A kid who's no good, obviously. <laughs> Man, um, line A is an interesting guy too, right? Like he's like he's I don't I don't be mean to him, but he is a little weird. He's on that weird. I side. I actually think he's a Viking from the from like a time traveling. <laughs> looks like it. Definitely I looks genuinely like it. believe that. Yeah. Uh, Viking man rocket. <laughs> well, honestly, out of all the people to use the term man rocket on, I don't think Line A's the guy. Not the guy, eh? Not not you think specifically Line A? Line a no, is, okay, no, I, definitely not. <laughs> There's a lot of guys in the NHL. Line A is, rocket, but not him. Like, bro, if I played hockey and I I chirped, I would chirp the hell out of, <laughs> hell out of Line A's face, bro. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, and I'm not saying that to be mean, but. Uh, man, he must get it a lot sometimes. He must get oh, a lot of crap. He's the kind of guy that wouldn't really care. He's just he's, he's say fuck it, right? Oh, yeah, he doesn't out, care. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, he's that kind of guy, right? Like he he'll chirp. Maybe I don't even know if he'll chirp back. That's the thing. Probably not. You probably t- say something to him. He just laugh or don't even even say anything. But uh, but like I yeah, back to the assistant coach not getting the vaccine. I think maybe I do get it's his choice. It's his body. You can't really force someone to put some put in their body. But at the end of the day, you want to keep everyone safe, especially your players, which you consider family if you're a coaching staff on the team. And if yeah. you're willing to get your family sick because um, it, you it's don't a want team's to right, vaccine, dude. It, yeah, it's it a, is. It's a team's, it definitely it, is. It's a business's right to choose who they employ. And something is serious as the pandemic i mean i believe that absolutely gives you especially in a business like i said that's about people it absolutely gives the team the right to fire you because you're putting people at risk and i don't care what anybody says it it, it's it it is a risk to get sick you know people want to make it out like oh it's something light it's nothing like dude like it went through the canucks locker room last season and like it destroyed half of them like that was depressing for them right yeah like they physically they were all effed and Mm -hmm. You know, these are professional athletes, dude. Like, you can't, you, I don't know. Uh, you can't make, it's a selfish decision. And it at is. the end of the day, like, if you don't want to get vaccinated, fine, but you don't have a right to this job. No. I mean, it, in this job, there's a lot of close contact, too. Like, it's not like you're, you can really distance from the players. You have to talk to them face to face. It could put a, it and, could put other teams at risk too. I mean, if he gets his yeah. players sick and then his players get another team sick, like what, dude? Like, and maybe they have a family on, member that is very vulnerable. Um, vulnerable, right? Exactly. Like, and they, they get sick and they die. Like, it's your, it's on you, basically. I mean, just, it's 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 a tough situation. I get it, and obviously, no one wants to be in that situation where they have to fire you because you don't take a, a vaccine. But it, really, you think about what has happened in the past year and like. Do you want to go back into a bubble like you you did um, during that first that first season where we had to like lock everything down? I don't think so. No one no one wants to go back in that. It was very depressing for the players, and the only way to get better is maybe to, is to get vaccinated. So uh, he just just I don't know. It's a tough situation, but I mean Columbus had every right to fire him. So Columbus is in a tough spot, dude. I don't see that team getting any better soon. It's no. uh, it's in a bad place. So. Definitely. And it's just to just another bit of drama to add to the Columbus Blue Jackets pile. Yeah. It's always so, drama in Columbus. Always drama, dude. It's such a weird team. It's so weird. It, weird. Very weird. Just, you forget about them all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, they exist. And it's like, oh. It is that kind of team, eh? Like, you for, kind of forget they're a team sometimes. 
Yeah, like, I was like, like that I, when St. Louis was irrelevant and bad. I was like that with them. It's like, oh, yeah, St. Louis is a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they won the cup. So maybe, maybe yeah. Columbus wins the cup. Oh, God. That's a, that's a <laughs> that's maybe far from now, but maybe they do. I do love their jerseys and the cannon. I'm not going to lie. I do, too. Hey, you know, what's his name? Elvis Merz Lincolns. That's his yeah. name, right? Yeah. He stated that because he was really close with uh, Matisse Kivlinix. Um, and he's very like sad. He was very saddened about his death. Yeah. Apparently, they were like brothers. It was like his little brother. He dedicated his new helmet to him. Um, oh, named that's his, nice. Naming his kid, uh, like his kid's middle name after him. Oh, that's um, so nice. Right. And he spoke at his funeral, and like he said that he he was there and he saved his life, and and his kids and his wife's life. Right. So yeah. he's very dedicated to Matisse, and he said that he's winning the Vesna for him this year so he says he's all in so, let's go elvis i'll I'm, be rooting for elvis let's go me too man. and i think he's a great goaltender absolutely he is i he's, love i love elvis yeah i i i wish the best who's the other goalie there they have another guy who's really good corpusalo Corpus Corpus yeah Salo. he's pretty nasty yep. too they're, they're both good yep good replacement um, for Bobrovsky leaving well anybody's a good replacement for Bobrovsky these I, days yeah i you know what it's that's true that's you true. don't have to pay me $10 million to let in goals. Man, I'll stand maybe they there dodged for, a bullet there, eh? I'll stand there for a million. Come on. You stand there for a million. What about two? Absolutely. What about 11? <laughs> well, then, then, I mean, then Bob might be better than me. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm, You know, I'm a Florida Panthers fan, dude. I'm, I'm all in on Spencer Knight. Please, Spencer, save us. <laughs> oh, he save will. Us, dude. He will. I, yeah, he's nasty, dude. He is another good nasty. another good young american goalie i'm getting scared I'm getting scared of the americans right oh and the olympics uh they may look good, yeah. really good in the olympics yeah we got like three Threat minutes for canada left. we got like three minutes left we were going to talk about the olympics a little bit but i think we're going to make a separate video uh just, i think it's smart to do that yeah we could do one for every team honestly like all the big ones like canada usa russia sweden finland like we could do one let's do that let's do that let's do one for every team make it a mini series China. Oh my God. Let's end it off with this. Oh, let's, let's end it off with this. So the Olympics are in China, right? Yeah. So the host country by default gets a hockey team because really? they want one. Yes. So wow. China drew into group a with Canada, USA, and Germany. Man, uh, they're winning it all. No, they're winning it the all. Thing. There was a coach working with the Chinese hockey team, and he's yeah. come out and said that he expects that China could lose a hundred to nothing against Canada and the USA. Man, I'm sorry, that would be so embarrassing, and I don't even know why they would want to do that. They're good. Well, I I don't think Canada would. The like Canada's too nice to even do that to them. There, there's a lot of controversy with China, uh, you know, when it comes to the world stage. Um, yeah, and. And I, I would just love to see them get blown out. I'm, I'm saying. Oh, so you'd like to see it? Oh, I'd love to see it. <laughs> I'd love to see it. And Honestly, I hope, like, I, hope, I hope the players I don't, don't let up, dude. I hope they bury them. Just bury them. Watch them surprise everyone. Nah, they tie, they tie Canada and bring them overtime. You know, it's a great if game. If we lose, if we lose to China. I'm deleting the podcast. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm retiring from the internet. I'm gone, Jacob. Like I'm retired. 
You're gone. I'm gone. Okay. I know. I, I wouldn't again. blame you at that point if if China if China beat Canada in the Olympics, like Canada and the USA are going to beat them like eighty to nothing, and Germany's going to beat them like forty to nothing. Like Drysaddle's going to score twenty on his own. Like it's not even going to be funny. <laughs> well, yeah, if you have guys like McDavid. McDavid's going to have at least twenty points a night against China. Um, any team, the Americans right? are gonna have the Americans are gonna have Kane, like Matthews, right? Good like, luck. Germany has Drysdale. Everyone, everyone on the team's gonna have ten points a night, you know. Oh, dude, it's gonna be great. It's it gonna is be gonna great. be fun to watch. Honestly, Kane. I'll watch that game and see what happens. No one bet on China, so they'll. Yeah, I'll put a dollar down on China, and if they win, I win like a million dollars. Dude, it could happen. You no, never know. No. You never know. I, Miracles no, happen. I, I, I'm pretty sure about this one. You know, I would be pretty sure too. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's one team that's, I mean, go, like still talking about like international hockey where the IIHF, I'm pretty sure that's, yeah. that's, that's it, right? Yeah. Um, the women's hockey tournament, they oh, dominated, yeah. man. They actually did really well in the, in the tournament. And that girl, um, they had a star player. I forget her name. Poulin. But, uh, yeah, Poulin, man. Yeah, she's been their star player for years. And Best she had a kind of a nasty goal. They didn't even know it went in. That's how fast it went in and out in the net, right? Yeah. Best in the world, it, man. Yeah, literally. They're, they dominated every game. They beat every team. They didn't lose once. And against the Americans, they, that last game, that's the only team that brought them to overtime. They still dominated that game. It was nice to see, man, because the American women's team has been better than ours now for about five or six years. Like, they've been yeah. significantly better. Well, they better. have Hillary Knight, right? And, like, players like and that. Amanda Kessel. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, they're really good, man. Um, but it's nice, to, it's nice to even it back out a little bit, get a win. Oh, right. Exactly. I mean, I didn't, I didn't end up watching a game, but I always watch the highlights of the game. And yeah. it's it's cool to see all the players on the team. Like, they... they the one girl broke her, broke her leg in the uh, celebration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she came she came back out. She's What was her name? What was her name? Uh, I don't remember I her name, but I remember the video where she came back out and she was... had the biggest smile on her face with a broken leg. Blair Turnbull. Blair Turnbull yeah. broke yep. her fibula. <laughs> oh fibula man that's that's major <laughs> she was she was getting the medal on the stretcher that was great. wow i mean i feel really bad for her but that's she, dedication she man. good spirits about it yeah it was that's unfortunate yeah. but uh yeah i'm glad they won dude it was congratulations great. to them that was awesome yeah representing um, canada proud yeah i'm just happy we got one back we'd lost too many oh man too many especially in the world juniors too bring back Haley wickenizer oh the goat man Haley wickenizer she just got her phd She's yeah, no, she, she's she's unreal. Like not even the game of hockey, but in life, she like owns life. Hamburger she's, Helper, huge fan. Hamburger Helper. She used to do commercials for Hamburger Helper. Oh, really, man? Yeah, that's hilarious. My roommate in college loved Hamburger Helpers. Uh, dude, I love Hamburger Helper. <laughs> I haven't had one in years, but it's poor person food, but it's so good. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I say that college dorm room food, right? Growing up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. Ate a lot, a lot of hamburger helper. Okay, uh, that's 45 minutes, buddy. <laughs> All right, we should end it here then. Yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it's been a quieter couple of weeks in hockey, but we're about to ramp back up with training camp, so it's going to be a great time. We're going to do fantasy hockey on the channel, which is going to be awesome. And uh, and yeah, uh, NHL 22 comes out soon. Maybe we'll try and Ooh. figure out to do some content with that. Some franchise moves. 
little franchise mode? Do I have to purchase it, man? I mean, let's just do it. I don't have the new um, Xbox. Do you have the new Xbox? I don't have the new Xbox, but it comes out on the One S, so I'm gonna get it on that. Okay, yeah, good call. Um, but yeah, like uh, I was gonna say something, but I totally forget. But it might come to me while I'm taking my spiel. Um, definitely listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Um, look at other TikTok too. I post pod clips on there, Instagram as well. Follow us on every social media. It's linked in down below. Um, it's also linked in our banner on our YouTube channel. If you're on a on a computer, but if you're on your phone, just keep swiping, swiping to the about. It has all our socials there. The podcast on every platform. Um, uh, yeah, this you know wait, there's nothing happening in NHL right now, but we actually had a lot of talk about. I feel like you really did. Oh, we had a good conversation. Oh, for sure. We, we conversation. Do. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I said it again, dude. For sure, for sure, man. For, for sure. sure, absolutely. Okay, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm done then. You good? I think I'm good. I I I forget one thing I was gonna say, but it's gonna take ten minutes for me to remember. So, oh, we can't sit here for ten minutes and think we about cannot, it. We cannot. We cannot. We cannot. All right, dude. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. All right. Have a good one, guys.